0: Do you manage your own IT for distributed teams in Asia? And you know how painful it is. Savel helps your in-house team by taking cumbersome tasks off their hands and giving them the tools to manage IT effectively. Get help across eight countries in Asia Pacific from on and off boarding, procuring devices to real-time IT support and device management. With our state-of-the-art platform, gain full control of all your IT infrastructure in one place. Our team of IT support pros are keen to help you grow. So check out ESEVEL.com and get a demo today. Use our referral code ASIA for three months free. Terms and conditions apply. The first thing I think crypto market is still quite relatively small compared to the equity. If you just want to 120, there's probably even less than. 0.8%, not even 1%, so you know, some smaller project is very manipulated kind of market. And second thing is that lots of people say the variation for crypto is Twitter-driven, so when Elon Musk or ZZ, say, no, Twitter it can pump up with the project like 5% or 10%, because each project is just like religion, people believe in you, there are lots of communities, so there are lots of followers, for example, Elon Musk, more than 100-minute followers. So it's very influential, his message to the market.
1: Welcome to Analyze Asia, the premier podcast dedicated to dissecting the pulse of business, technology, and media in Asia. I'm Bernard Leung, and with the US being haphazard about their crypto regulation, what is the future of digital assets within Asia, leading the world in crypto innovation? What are the key trends for crypto and Web3 investing? With me today is Chris Lee, co-founder and partner of TKX Capital and founder of Hummingbirds Capital and definitely an OG in the crypto space because I'm going to dive into his illustrious background. Chris, welcome to the show. Hi, nice to have me here. Yeah, Chris, actually, we met through a common friend of ours, which is Yao, who actually came on the show. We've been talking a lot about the business of investing into crypto. Prior to doing this interview with you, I dived into a lot of interesting research about your background and saw on your Twitter, the pin picture, which you have a picture with Warren Buffett, which I'm going to get to that later. But first, how did you start your career?
0: So I'm trained accountant professional. So I started my first job in Deloitte a big four accounting firm as an auditor so it's more like accounting finance background and then from there how did you actually ended up in the
1: realm of crypto and web3 starting from that background you also were a cfo
0: as well previously in the financial side yeah i worked for big for a couple years got my professional exam and got into the greater china property private equity firm and then i do join a public company as a FC and the promoters, yeah. Well, that company is related to payment. So in twenty fourteen when I was in adjacent center in New York, so I got to attend a talk that presented by R3. So that's the one want to build like the Switch system by use the blockchain technology to challenge the Switch. So at that time it's kind of like, wow, this technology is going to change everything. So basically payment is a whole bunch of long value chain. You got hardware, software, middleware, authorization, settlement, service provider, Visa, MasterCard. You see, blockchain can fix everything about their Basically, you can kill everyone. There's no middleman. It simulates a peer-to-peer card kind of payment system and wallet-to-wallet card kind of function. So that really inspires me. So after, like, I succeed public company, I try all my best. I figured out the payment industry going to have huge change, especially in Asia Pacific, like Alipay, TenPay. And you, you, even in the States, you think about Square, and that now it changed the name to Block. So it seems there are a lot of innovation happening. So I really want to participate in more like startup kind of like the enterprise industry. So I think the good thing is I can participate. It's a high growth industry and as a startup. There are lots of potential for me. I am pretty young. I just want to take a shot. So at the time, OKX found Star came to Hong Kong twice and talked to me and wanted me to join him. And I think the blockchain is a tailor-made for China society. It's a trust machine and there are lots of 2C kind of like environments. At that time, the largest trading platform and the people could do fanatic, especially Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin in China. So that's OK is the largest exchanges. And I do some kind of study and travel to the San Francisco. Part of people, we get like the Coinbase people and check those fintech stuff. And then I uh, back to Hong Kong and then go to, I went to China, Beijing, Hangzhou, and Shenzhen. I check those kind of like blockchain enterprise. I figured out that it's a booming. And it's just a start. I think there are lots of potential for me and make a contribution, make a difference for the company and industry. So um, I'm the traditional finance guy, participate in this industry in Greater China area.
1: And the one most interesting part of your CV is that you hold both the chief financial officer positions in OKCoin and 4B. And I think you were also the CEO of OKX. But I want to do this chronologically. How do you get involved with OKCoin first and then learn about how to run a
0: crypto exchange? So our first joint is OKX, OKCoin International. So OKX is more like derivative trading. That's OKX, and OKCoin is more for the spot market only. I at the time was the platform CEO, not the group CEO, but the platform CEO and the CFO of the whole group. So basically I take it more like the infrastructure, strategic planning execution international uh, e- expansion so that turns ZZ from Binance lab okay X already Okay, so I need to help the group CEO to rebuild the international team hide the people in Hong Kong and set the JV for some there's a one with neighbor in Korea for is okay in con- uh, Korea. And I set the JV in Japan. Even nowadays, this corporate structure in the state is it, just the same that I make before. Also, I do the fundraising for them. So there's a first-tier Chinese investors, and very close to Alibaba Group also invest in OK Group as well. So basically, I'm more like the function as a CFO. For the CEO function for the exchange is more like the branding and and mm-hmm. PR.
1: Yeah. And did you cross path with Z just before he joined Binance or
0: Actually, I, I knew ZZ after I joined OKCoin, OKX, but so he left already. We didn't, of uh, course. But after some period, we meet up with each other and also with He as well. So He was the MO and the co-founder of OKCoin as well. So later we meet up as say you know, as a friend. Yeah. Mm. So after the OKCoin, you
1: went over to Huobi to be the CFO and mm. Are there mm. any differences in moving into a different exchange and maybe it's a different role and responsibility? What have you learned in the Hobby situation then?
0: I mean, Hobby is definitely in terms of a business line at that time, is as I have more versatile business lines. So in that period of time, Huobi always have a line, accept a new business line, more, much more innovation of the products. And I think there's hierarchy in be. But there are lots of autonomy for the key executive to, to execute the project and the plans. And Huobi is more like deep into the China market. They try to do the expand to international, but okay. uh they start doing the international is much earlier than Huobi. So there are lots of potential for Huobi. And my role at that I take care of the compliance. I take care of the accounting. Legal, basically besides the frontline and also security part, I take it or majority department. They also acquire their Japanese uh, license exchange. Uh, that time is only exchange that hundred percent owned by foreigners, and also acquire a, a listed vehicle, so as get their, uh, the the second hundred uh, percent in crypto as a management company in, in Hong Kong as well. So it lots of achievements in bobby and Huobi is very deep root in China, so yeah, I'm proud that I'm be part of their Huobi and OK. Uh, both are good companies. Just at that time before OK is very good in derivatives, futures, and Huobi is very good spot market. And even like Huobi in 2019, Huobi the revenue of Huobi actually is more than Binance whole world. Just just because China more than whole world of Binance over the whole world. So actually, they penetrate to the China mainland. They did a great job. I think the people were young, ambitious, and were hardworking. It's really a, a China company, and uh, I don't see any huge difference to like those I do, and Alibaba. I mean, Leon Lee is a is a great guy. I mean, it's there are lots of autonomy and lots of opportunity for the teams. And I'm very happy to make a contribution to the Chinese. In, in China, the crypto evolve the industry and gaining more attraction and know about this crypto and blockchain, going think we shape the whole world. And also people know about Bitcoin and the technology behind.
1: And that's why we want to have you here because this story is not very well told in the Western Equivalent of crypto podcast, But one more thing I wanted to ask since you're CFO yeah. for both exchanges, what are your responsibilities in terms of, like, say, building relationships with the regulators to make sure everything is compliant? Of course, there was a point in time where China has forced a lot of the exchanges to move out of China into Hong Kong. I think they're still operational in Hong Kong, right? In Hong Kong, yes.
0: In mm. Hong Kong, until now, yes. So for the regulators, so China's at uh, that time still gray area. They didn't say you can't do it because the virtual asset if even the cut case as proven is a is a legal protected asset that the people on the asset will protect by the law. So more like the I think more like the international compliance part. So we deal with like SFC in Hong Kong and because the we apply a license or acquire the license exchange in Japan, so we deal with like financial service at FXA and I high very experienced talent in companies, for example, in Hobi, I hired the, the one is from Safe 3, Alternative Asset, Asia-Pacific, head of compliance. Mm-hmm. They're very experienced, and also from the Investment Bank, JP Morgan. Mm-hmm. So we got a- A-list team. So we are more like the active approach to talk to the companies, especially in, in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So we are the first crypto exchange on a list of vehicle. And named it under the crypto groups, at that time, is uh, Hobby Technology Limited. So we talk quite often to at SFC and Hong Kong Stock Exchange as well. Mm-hmm. This is now interesting because recently
1: Hong Kong is opening up again. Japan is also launching some new crypto regulation. I've been listening to the US podcast. It seems that Asia is now leading the charge in terms of crypto regulation and maybe with the likes of the European Union as mm-hmm. well. Even Dubai, Singapore is still trying to figure out where it's going to be. Do you see this opening up of crypto regulations going to change the landscape and benefit
0: the entire digital asset space? Yeah, I think there is the innovation always go ahead of the compliance part. So compliance always take a bit of time to catch up. And what happened with like last two years, Luna, FTX, all, all the stable coins. We all figure we need a more like comprehensive compliance regulation to protect the investors and the whole financial system. Crypto is a part of the financial system. We cannot isolate from the whole financial world. Indeed, is Japan is a, the first key financial license that financial market countries that issued the license, but it is compliance So the whole industry in Japan actually is uh, being oppressed. So, the over regulation that really hurt the industry development in Japan. Even though it's the first G7 countries issued a license, even I had US. So, definitely we can see even like Hong Kong now, they have like exchange license and virtual asset service provider license and also asset management license for crypto 100%. So, I think it's more comprehensive. Actually, it's a good thing. US is not have really clear. Cut. We got in the the license. Even though, like the, who's the token is a utility token or the security. I think now it's face like, a huge challenge, besides Bitcoin, even Ethereum, and also because FTX issue, there's a lot of like the root holes and the banking and the stable coin, those kind of connection. They want to keep it more like the, also DeFi. They want to keep it under the regulation roof so the investor can be protected. One interesting thing, as
1: we already mentioned earlier, you are one of the few crypto people who went to meet Warren Buffett together in 2020 with Justin Sun, the founder of Tron. I found out because I went to your Twitter account. Oh, at a, for all yeah, those yeah. times we've been drinking, talking, you have never mentioned this. So I'm going to ask you here, what are the keywords of wisdom you have learned from your meeting with Warren Buffett? as In the Chinese
0: words, no, I mean, yeah, it's my honor. I'm lucky to meet this guy, legendary guy. I mean, he got the wisdom. I am just donate lots of money for the charity. As also, he was one of the most wealthy persons in the world. So, it's a great dinner in Omaha, his hometown. And it's a golf country cup. He's always been there. He's very humble, invite us, greeting. We have a nice dinner. With another old persons and with his secretary as well. And so three hours dinner. I think it's very warm. And I think he just drink like four cans of Cherry Coke. It's the same as what he always mentioned, but he loved Cherry Coca Cola. And he's a sort of like money god would do great in equity. He actually act against crypto. When we mention Bitcoin, he's a bit of like upset and against it. I think what I have some kind of keyword that he mentioned to me, I think covered that the first thing, interest rate. Interest rate is very important of the whole economy. Mm-hmm. It means the liquidity, it means the discount rate. And I remember most is that interest rate is just like a of the land. So if interest rate lower down, so all the price went up. It's that easy. He mentioned the cash flow, he like the farming land is even investor the in farming land is much better than Bitcoin because farming land going to grow something, they can have cash flow. So I think cash flow is very important too. And he mentioned the modes, how can a company has lighter, protect their position. to gain their, a good GP margin and good profit. The other thing is being patient is very important. So I think cash flow, interest rate modes, margin of safety. And the thing I think is the keyword word for me to observing is humble. It's very humble guy and mention the simplicity of life that, that I heard from them. So he is a great guy, very, very humble, likes to people and very happy,
1: simple guy. So given your career journey, before we really dive into what you're currently doing, mm-hmm. what are the most interesting lessons you can share with my audience? You've been through from the traditional mm. financial system, you move into crypto, you took
0: on really difficult roles. So I always get a contrarian theory that if the majority people want to chase it, don't chase it that direction. You need to find some new path because each generation, there are always some areas that are lots of opportunity that. Uh, even like as a I mentioned about, let's like petrol, commodities, property sector internet sectors and payment sector. And then it's uh, blockchain, AI. Now it's people talking AI. And I think that got to be bold enough to try something new. And the new things, if you do the calculation, nothing you can lose, or you don't worry about your daily life expense everything. I encourage people to be bold and try something new. I think it's very rewarding. For myself, I get a life for a public company, it will be like, a stable job and but uh, it's decent earning and good welfare, and maybe the life is that's so it like that. But for crypto, I'm moving. Uh, everyone at that time say, "Hey, Chris, got a my get a head, gun like unit's my unit's issue or something." Why well, go to crypto? So Bitcoin is a liar, a, a lying story. There are lots of permanent scheme or something with crypto about Bitcoin. But the points that people will make a judgment, I think more important, you have to qu- make the question whether it's true or not. So that's why I read the book about Bitcoin and the white paper. I think, wow, that's really sexy. And for the majority, the innovation, for example, TV, for example, computers, and other majority, a lot of peer-to-peer kind of innovation, Wubang. And even like the DOM, everything is on, from the small circle and become a mass adoption. So if you are for thinking, seeing is believing, you do your own homework. I think you should go ahead rather than listen to other people say no. So I, I think it's really rewarding that I got lots of different role. So before it's payment as a CFO and into crypto, and then now I do the investment. I think it's transformation. I learn lots of stuff, and I think you have to be open minded, and you have to follow your hearts. There are lots of people who say, "Hey, you are a finance guy. Why do you investment, or why you want to set up a company, why do your finance job?" But they didn't know that Rockefeller, in the history, the richest man in the world actually, the first billionaire in the world actually, his first job actually is a accountant. So, that's right uh, yeah so don't there are lots of history about an accountant a cpa can be entrepreneur because your people will set the boxes there's a lot up there you could then uh, jump out the box and think outside the box and say something you believe so when i was a kid i always think i want to be in there i want to stay in the middle and tell the positive idea Inspire people. That's when I was a kid in private school. And I love business, honestly. I think technology means business, business good business. Yeah, it's risky for the staff. It's risky for you You step out of your comfort zone. But if you don't step out, you just have a day, every day, the same job. It's a day. You do something with your passion. If you don't have a passion, you're
1: really, really good at that. So coming to today then. So you are now started TKX Capital. And that's where the story about how I got to know you. So what is actually the vision and mission for TKX
0: Capital? So I work for two larger exchanges in the world. So I see lots of market opportunities. I think there are lots of good projects that need financing. Not only financing, but they need guidance, intense staffing, recruitment. They need the autonomic design, some expert help them. It's just a share, same as the equity share structure, co- corporate structure design. And they need to be introduced to the capital market. In our case, it would be like DEX. It would be like uh, centralized exchanges. So that can provide the market liquidity, market cap for both project, the protocol or the team and investors. So it can let the project continue. And make a difference in the industry. So the whole team is from hobby team. So we knew each other. We got a passion. Most of team members, they already got financial freedom, kind of status. So we won't be one multi-con start is very really more kind of portfolio and grow up to one of the most influential token fund. So we just want to connect the, the best project team and the capital. Unleash their value, and so TKX stands for trust. So, because in crypto there's not much trust, honestly, not much credibility. I mean, trust everything in crypto. The second is knowledge, because there is very special, niche-marking crypto for each project. So, I think knowledge is everything. Knowledge is not only power, but knowledge is how we communicate each other, know each other. I think it's very important. The third thing is X is execution. I think execution is important. There are lots of projects, have a good very good in PR, very good in the community. But the execution got a lot of issues. We hope we can help the team to execute their protocol. Yeah, and another thing is that TKX another light is a joke from my our friend. It's a 10KX, 10000 (laughs) X. So I hope that I was like, wow, okay, thank you. That's our dream. So maybe there's a dream come true, right? Think about like if we think about Saloner. And um, they are some of the good project, actually, it's more than 1000x if you are in the seed round. So I think it's a good name and I think we bring us later the good luck for us. And I really want to have a platform, have a more transparent, open and have a more standard kind of like the market token mm.
1: So one of the things I read from the site is that it tries to be something like a crypto investment bank. My question for you would be something like, how does it operate like one and who are the customers and what services that you offer, the firm offer for the customer, which I understand would be probably people who own protocols, who basically build protocols, people who build interesting blockchain applications
0: that is important to the crypto and web three industry. So we do have like the first asset management. So we have a token firm and then we do the FA. We, those projects, for example, those projects want to raise the fund, we got to help them. And those projects want to sell their project, we gain involved. And also we try to provide the market liquidity service to some projects listed in the CX as well. But majority of our business is more focused on token investment, primary mm-hmm. market. Yeah. So what is the one thing you know about the crypto market that not many people do now the critical market is a good question the first thing i think crypto market is still quite relatively small compared to the equity if you just want one to 120 there's probably even less than 0.8 percent not even one percent so you know some smaller project is very manipulated kind of market and second thing is there lots of people say the variation for crypto is Twitter-driven. So when Elon Musk or ZZ send out Twitter, it can pump up the project like 5% or 10%. Because each project is just like religion. People believe in you. There are lots of communities. So there are lots of followers. For example, Elon Musk, more than hundred million followers. So it's very influential, his message to the market. Mm. So it's a very
1: meme-driven market then. One curious point is that I think there is also a methodology that how TKX Capital help protocol owners or people who build blockchain applications. One is the primary and secondary market strategies. And then there is the hybrid approach and also the active treasury management. Can you elaborate a little bit on these approaches?
0: So in in general, primary market is what we invested, those tokens. And then we, we help them to be listed in key centralized exchanges. So those projects are once go to the secondary market, because we know them well, so if we can follow up, just like stock equity, if IPO, you invest in the IPO or, or in their Series A round, and then go IPO. Once on IPO, you know about the management or team can predict what they're going to do in secondary market. So basically, as, and also in secondary market, we got to figure out we what kind of concept that should be, have some kind of project in the market. If there's a no, we should go back to look at the primary market, whether we do have a this kind of like project in primary market. If not, so we're going to talk to those incubators to see whether it's possible to group those teams to form this kind of project. That's what we call primary or secondary market strategy. It's like that. Well, hybrid approach is more lighter. we do have a primary market. We do a secondary market. So there's some kind of market kind of lighter. The valuation differences in when is the bear market, as you saying the market even cheaper. The valuation are lower, much lower than the prime market. So we're going to focus more like the secondary market. And when is it's in bull market, or well, from there or before the bull market is a bear market. At that time, we see the transition in indication from the bear market to the bull market. This kind of transition period, I think the prime market is more would be the version is lower. And it's a right project. We can provide our resources and make a difference. You can provide a much higher return for the compared to the secondary market. The risk is smaller, actually. So it's more like hybrid approach. Active treasury management is we don't idle our cash, but we do like the risk-free arbitrage opportunity to get the treasury management return. But to be honest, the third one actually is, is risky. Especially what happened like FTX, because we need to fund them to different exchanges because the price difference create you create new. So, in reality, and also you solve sort of like borrow money from the people to shop or long. So, this kind of the expression in bear market actually is risky. So, we're more focused on the, the first two. So given for the active treasury management part, how do you
1: all think about DeFi? I mean, not necessarily just as a yield building mechanism, but different types of mechanisms, because you need to pledge collateral and you need to do market making, doing trades across all these different decentralized exchanges. What's the perspective there?
0: So we seldom put our stable corn in DeFi or our position DeFi. I think DeFi got a, still got an issue of like security issue. And also, there's a timing issue as well. So is even though the DeFi protocol might be audited by CTEC or other compliance service, audit regulator service provider, but they always got the, you think about hacking, honestly, we didn't really put our, our tokens in the DeFi that much. Oh, okay.
1: So that means you still try to make sure you hold the tokens, maybe in a particular multi-sig kind of structure, or maybe some form of asset custodial sit in a safe Um, place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We put in the most rapid zero exchanges and diversify. And we do have our wallet as well, like Autism Wallet, so that's a good protection.
1: What are the kind
0: of traits?
1: You look in the founders and their teams. I know just now you talk about the three words for the PKX, and one of them is execution. And also, what are the red flags as part of the cycle of deciding whether to invest in them?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a balanced goal cap. So we can check about the direction, so where direction is right, and where the team mix is good. And the third thing is their track record. I think that's important. The worst threat is going to be if you get very bad, history record for some of those projects got some kind of issue Um, he just ran away yeah. and it's just like you people form a startup they ask for its funding they got a diversion it's same as equity there's not much difference but you're going to assess his personality whether the team's bonding the diversion and also whether the previously where they do it the, because when we do this stuff we are not successful the first time A couple of times, we're going to check reputation, whether they invaded their previous working experience. But even though select a good project is sometimes really like from your hunch. You feel this guy, whether he's the right (laughs) guy or (laughs) not. And also we're going to work with other investors, ventures to work together to push the project that will lower risk. And to be honest, sometimes it's sort of like the lucky draw. Because whether the project success or not as always rely on the market, the macro, the whole market sentiment, the crypto sentiment and the team. And the right timing and the community is very strong, believe in that project and go to listed in the centralized exchange majority or tax on the right hand is not easy. Mm.
1: So I've seen that you have a very strong portfolio of projects that's under TKX Capital. Can you talk about some of these projects? For example, there is Era7, a blockchain gaming company that's actually quite active on Binance. Who I actually have the chance of meeting the founder through dinner with you? And then yeah. there's Polygon as well. Can you talk about some of these projects that, that are under your portfolio?
0: So we invest more than is what we have in 2030 projects. So. We have lots of infrastructure projects. So because we believe infrastructure is through the content is in the infrastructure. What we define infrastructure is the applications and also the tools. So we love to invest in the centralized changes. So we invest like, on a good project is the B2Me as one of the largest Spanish regulated licensed exchange. It's bring us a good return. And uh, we can see their the founders is working very hard to build up the portfolio. There are lots of expansion opportunities, like Spanish, kind of like their African countries, for example, Latin America, even like you know, Portuguese, or also Brazil, because the language is quite similar. There are lots of opportunity, and also the prototype and the team is young and ambitious. We love this kind of project. Also, we invest in other is Mexico, is a Mexican exchange as well, but I think it's a growing emergent market for the provide crypto infrastructure on that. Like the mask is the encryption, piracy, have tools. That's a very good project as well, that provide a niche market, needs of the people to protect their piracy. And also the good team to be have like very good in technology and the project solve the problem or issues. And then it's a good combination. There's a one doing their very good in the capital market. And another good stage should be good in marketing, technology, capital market, marketing. And then with good technology design and community, I think those kind of projects are good projects.
1: Mm. Yeah. So we went through a really exciting year in 2022. So I think without really being specific on any of the incidents that happened, What are your reflections on the crypto crash in 2022? We have things like the Lunar Terra, 3AC, FTX collapse, but there are also a lot of dead bodies along the way. But you being an OG, you have seen the tough times from, I think, 2017, 2018, and then you see this period of time.
0: What do you think from your point of view? I think it's still short, honestly. Like 2017, 2018, because the institution didn't come into this sector. So we didn't see that huge impact to the whole society. But this last year, the bust of Firo, Lunar, FTX, they got huge impact to many people, not a small circle like before. Pension from mm. and for example, you just like the FTX, it's a popular trading platform, number two trading for Intense Transaction Model, and lots of institutions and also Honeyworth Investor used the get platform, so a lot of people or company surrounding me in put their money FTX, they couldn't get it back. I would say it's a strategy, and even like Luna has more than 50 billion US gone, Just, I think it's an underestimated number, but you can imagine like lots of family offers, like institutionals from Korea and Asia Pacific and lose the money, just gone in mm-hmm. a couple of days. You, you can imagine that the impact is huge. And institutional investors like the Wall Street, they simply need some time to recover the confidence in the trust of this newly recognized asset class. So it's not easy at all for everyone. And to be honest, there are lots of people say crypto drop a lot, but actually become compared to certain kind of like tech stock even drop less, but the smaller token, those are all cons or I'll put it another way, shit cons or that's in, in, vanishing like, they can be vanished like at 98% of the value. So I think it's a learning lesson for everyone, for investors, for regulators, or the protocols within this industry. And even like multi just leases we saw last year, 2022, it lose more than ninety percent of the portfolio value. So Modicon is more like finding market fund and they, but they invest in lots of projects and different products as well. But you are right, they invest in some structured products as well. FTX related kind of like the projects. So it's a big hit to the whole market. And you gotta think about G those kind of companies also they got some kind of issue as well. And I think the DCG Gemini
1: issue is so based on out today's chat, they more or less have came to some resolution after Genesis filed for bankruptcy and I think they got into agreement now. So I think it will play itself out for the next couple of months, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I mean, the uh, recently there's a lot of like a couple issues like Silverguide rumors and also because they cannot really release its audit report and also the FTX issue like the Coinbase or Circle not going to use the Silverguide anymore and also Stablecoin issue and also even though last couple of days the rumors regarding Binance as well, those are like the, the bad signal to the market. But I think it's for crypto investment all oh, you we gotta have some kinda of contrarian theory. If all the bad news get released like this, well, probably it's a good time to hold it. And again, I always recommend people have holding power, they have to adjust the risk they can take. Is that so crypto should be a, a power as allocation. So uh, even I talk to lots of people, say, they have an OE in crypto. I think even you're OE, you still have some have financial stability to support your family and pay the grocery. You shouldn't be with like that. And mm-hmm. in long run, you should be you know, thinking of a stable strategy to accumulate your wealth in crypto. What is your mental model when it comes to
1: valuations of companies or projects in the crypto space? I mean, given recently, we had the meltdown of the crypto lending market so the valuations have gone down significantly but how does it evolve your way of thinking in valuations because to you it doesn't matter whether it's tokens because they behave very similarly to stock and you and i agree that the beauty of crypto is actually or web3 is that anything you do has an embedded capital market sitting right inside it it comes
0: with it it's a feature not a bug. yeah i think it's uh for variation is to be honest it's very challenging it's not like the absolute variation, during the cash flow discount, cash flow NPV. It's more like comparable compared to historical and also compared to the market. Uh, now, for example, when we look at the project now, because we invest in SITRUN or ANGEL RUN, previously those projects, maybe they're going to ask like $14 or $15 million US, but now is above like twenty million, we're not gonna consider it. It's more like the just changed by the market sentiment and whole beta, the MECO, rather than the project itself. Because for the token is not like the equity, the tokens are lots of vesting period, quite long. And for and the vesting period after TGE, so token token generation event, it is varies and there's lots of lot ups. So those kind of market is not really a good indicator, but because they are very good in the community and people, it's a supply and demand. So they push it up to the market is very high level. And so this kind of sense, I think is for the Bitcoin is more like focus on the comparables, the peers, uh, there are a lot of people who say, Hey, Bitcoin should be worth like gold, Hey, we're going to take a position. Uh, take up position as a global currency reserve. So they take account. Or network effect. Or if Bitcoin as a payment tool, uh, not only a store value in those countries, what its value would be? So I think it's, uh, those are more like yeah. imagination or like replacement, guess give some kind of hints, idea. The more like the variation of large tokens, I would say blue chip tokens like Bitcoin, Ethereum, it's just like demand supply. But the primary market is more like the by the market sentiment itself.
1: Yeah. Just a quick question on this, right? Do you think Bitcoin and Ethereum, maybe plus minus Solana or Polygon, have already gone past their escape velocity? The way I could think of Ethereum now is basically a three percent bond, if after the staking is taken out, that means you can take out from your staking, right? Because of the staking you is at 3%, right? You can think of it as a bond from now on. And I mean, Bitcoin is more store of value like a goal. They have already reached their escape velocity. But maybe the market may allow another 10, 20 projects to reach escape velocity. Or maybe there are already some of them
0: are doing that. So I think it's still still can go much further beyond, beyond our imagination. As uh, nowadays, roughly 500 million investors in crypto, and compared to the traditional kind of market, it's still quite small. And more, once the interest rate, the Fed rate, interest rate goes stable or begin to cut the Fed rate, people going to adopt more like their risky assets. But I think the price. And because of adoption rate is and people more recognize it as a new generation asset, I think it bring a huge boost of Bitcoin. And also next year going to be halving for Bitcoin, so I think it's a boost of Bitcoin as well. And you can imagine if like demand is the increasing and supply to cut half, it's a very simple logic, right? And for Ethereum is more like platform oil and gas to provide energy for the blockchain world. Again, it's because POS is supply point of uh, the burn of the Ethereum getting more and more application on it. So, it mm-hmm. means PO now recognizes that okay, one, anyone. anyway, oh, or younger generation, love this kind of like, application, have uh, lots of potentials that are of our, more than what we can I- imagine. It. So, I think it's a it's good, good, those are good projects. Yes, yeah, some. Obviously, like last year, last, last two, three years, think about like the special like the GameFi itself in uh, Infinity and also like the meta, meta, Metaverse, like the Sandbox. They may be in mid round it which he's hit already. So again, I think it's crypto is more like the as a cast. It will be influenced same as other assets, as mentioned by Warren Buffet. Interestingly. <laughs> And cash flow. So we leave the bounce back of crypto. It will be the day the Fed rate start stable. No more increment and going to cut. So there are lots of people think next year it is going to be a huge bull-run market. Mm. Okay. So
1: one final question. What does greed look like for TKX Capital?
0: Wow. Well, we, we try our best. We hope we can have some star projects, so we invest a couple central exchanges, we hope one of our project can be reached like one billion valuation, and we can help a couple good project to be a star project. Ultimately, people going to believe in the branding of TKX, that I think that same is like a day in Asia Pacific, if people mention about Kinetic Capital is a great company, I think there's a day TKX can be another Kinetic Capital.
1: Hmm, that's well said. So Chris, many thanks for coming on the show and really sharing a, b- a lot about your experience and how you're thinking about the market in such interesting times. So in closing, I have two quick questions. My first question is, do you have any recommendations that have inspired you recently?
0: Yeah, I mean, crypto is a fast moving industry and it's more like people business. Honestly, it relies on the small group of people. And different people, it is a matching game. You find your partners, you find a project. If you want to be happier in your life, your work, you just lower your expectation. <laughs> I think that's, and try to be yourself and keep your life simple and choose something that important to you. That shouldn't be money, but more like family and friends. I got a friend, he's our common friend anyway, just passed away during Christmas. He's 49, very successful entrepreneur. He made a fortune in the business, but he left just during Christmas. I think it's to us, health comes first. Being simple and low expectation on everything made you happy. Yeah. Mm, okay. How do my audience find you? So I'm a good Twitter. I didn't do a lots of send a message, but I'm going to do more often it. So it's going to be, I'm at at add Chris TKX cap. my Twitter account. Yeah, I do. Now I appear more often in public, like the, the panels, attend those events. I do more like this kind of like PR activities. Yeah, I mean, welcome, lift a message through Twitter. So I'm going to reply that. Yeah.
1: Mm. And definitely you can find us on YouTube and everywhere else and of course tweet to us give us your feedback on all the channels and above so Chris many thanks for coming on the show and I definitely gonna look forward in catching you for dinner when you're in town so once again many thanks for coming on the show and look forward to speak
0: to you again yeah thank you thank you Brendan